Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves, embrace the process, and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Rookie Runners Podcast. Glad to have you aboard. I am really excited to get this project started and moving forward. As I mentioned in the trailer leading up to episode one a few weeks ago, I believe that we all have the potential to better our best in the sport of running, especially those of us that are new to running and just getting started. So that's the concept that I thought about when I began putting this podcast together a few months ago. And also, we were all rookies at one time, right? Think about it. Whether it was elementary school, high school, or way into adulthood, we all remember our humble beginnings and certainly have some stories and examples to share that can serve to inspire and motivate the running community. So this is the framework in which the podcast was conceived. I want to elevate the new runner as well as a seasoned runner because we can all participate in the conversation. And in doing so, our stories can resonate and be instructive to runners that may have questions, concerns, or hesitations in getting started in their running journey. So that is the mission of the Rookie Runners Podcast, which is to inspire, motivate runners and walkers from beginners to experienced. So let's talk a little bit about what the format is going to be like. Uh, so you'll have an idea moving forward. Uh, the Rookie Runners Podcast will be 30 minutes or less. I've decided that time is of the essence. I want to bring something of value, but keep it condensed and where you can get some value out of it and uh, not take some too much of your time. I will interview a fellow runner or someone that's actively involved in the running fitness community for some insights or relevant info that you, the listener, may find of value. And I will also do my best to explore a question or queries that resonate with runners, more specifically, the new runner. So brevity is a key goal, as I like to bring you the Cliff Notes version or the, or like, the condensed version, just enough so you can derive some value from the shared info. I know you're listening to my background music, right? Background music is provided by my good friend, Andre Louis. He is on Twitter, at ONJ Music. He resides in the UK. I call him the uh, producer extraordinaire. So, as I said, time is valuable, so let's keep it flowing. Let's keep it moving. I am currently reading a very good book entitled Born to Run. Some of you may have heard of it. It's by Christopher McDougall. And 
It's a fascinating story about the journey of a man who comes to the conclusion that we were born to run. While he himself was training for an ultra race and studying and researching the lives of a unique Mexican tribe, the Tara Umara Indians. This tribe reportedly has maintained a love of running into adulthood and in the process have produced some amazing long distance runners. It's a great read, and I highly recommend it. Born to Run by Christopher. McDougall. In one of the book's chapters, we're reminded of a parable attributed to Roger Bannister. The name is familiar, right? Roger Bannister, the man that broke the four-minute mile record back in uh, the 50s. He reportedly once said, In Africa, every morning, a gazelle wakes up it knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Also in Africa, every morning a lion wakes up, it knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. Hmm, so it doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. <laughs> Interesting story, I thought. Interesting parable. You could draw a lot of uh, analogies out of it, right? The way I see it, let's begin with the premise that whether you run a 12 or 13 minute mile or a four minute mile, you are still a runner. You still cover the distance, right? The Rookie Runners Podcast. We were all Rookies at one time. I've often asked myself the question, why do we run? Or why do you run? Think about it. Everyone I've asked that question has had a different response. We all run for different reasons that are unique to our lifestyles, right? Our goals, our pursuits. And even if you share the same reasons with someone else, there will still be some nuances in there that are unique to you. I've been running for about three and a half years. Although I did a short stint, a two-year stint in high school as a sprinter and mid-distance runner. But after high school, I kind of, uh, I hung up my spikes. That's, <laughs> that's what I tell everybody. I hung up my spikes. I decided to pursue other things. But the bulk of my running only began in 2017. That's only about uh, three and a half years or so. And the first three months, I was totally lost. When people ask me how it was, I tell them I was just flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what? I had a strong desire to learn. So I remained consistent. I persevered. And I developed and became a better runner. So the first thing I'd like to share with you and from my life story, from my running journey, is that consistency is key. And here we are in 2020. Fast forward to 2020, many decades later. I've logged quite a few miles, or quite a few thousand miles, shall we say. A lot of races, about uh, 
uh, more than a dozen races and lots of PRs. I've also gained a bunch of friends and collected great stories that I hope to share with you as we move forward in future episodes. So I can honestly say it's been a wonderful journey thus far. And uh, yeah, that's what running is all about, creating memories, enjoying the journey, and just uh, enjoying the process. So moving right along, we're going to go right into our next segment, which will be my interview with Miss Darlena Kopak. Darlena has a unique approach to running that I think you'll enjoy listening to. And she is the manager of Point Two Running Company, the store in Chesapeake, Virginia. And I'll be right back and we'll chat with Darlena. You are listening to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. Hello, Darlena. Hello, Ray. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? That's great. I'm doing well. Thanks. Happy to be here. Great. Thanks so much for being our first guest on the inaugural episode of the Rookie Runners Podcast. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> you will forever hold that distinction, right? Yes. One, one day we'll look back and you can say, yes, I was the first. I was the first. No when doubt. You're, when you're getting your you know, podcast prize. That's right. <laughs> Podcasting Hall of Fame. There you go. <laughs> So, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. Um, my name's Darlena. I am the store manager for Point Two in Chesapeake. Okay. I'm a mom of three, and I'm a transplant to Virginia through military. I grew up in Connecticut, um, and I've been running for almost 12 years. Ah, okay. Yep. And, you know, as a running store manager, I'm glad... Uh, that's what you do because you must come in contact with a lot of new runners, yes. walkers, and people that are just trying to get the right shoe to stay active. What What are the, mo- the most frequently asked questions or concerns you get from new runners that are just getting started? I would say really common is people will come in and be like, um, I need shoes, but I'm not a real runner. That is like a common thing. And mm-hmm. if you're Putting your two feet out together, you know, or rather one foot in front of the other, getting out the door, trying, whether it's walk, run, run, you are a runner. Absolutely. You are out there, you are trying. It doesn't matter if it's your first, you know, half mile or your, you know, 16th marathon. You are a runner if you are out there trying. So that's like a statement people like to make. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes people nervous to come in places like point two. Um, cause they feel like, oh, I don't belong there. I'm, you know, I'm not a real runner, right. but, and I think we do this really well at point two. Um, 
we want you to come in. We want you to be comfortable, ask questions. There is no reason that you should feel awkward coming in here. This store isn't just for elite runners. Mm -hmm. um, we have people that work here that walk, walk, run, um, are faster, are slower, all different paces, all different ages. And it's, it's really just come, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, be comfortable. We're here to help, not judge. That's you know, great. Judge-free zone, totally. Of course. And another thing is um, people come and ask, do running shoes matter? Does it matter what I'm wearing? And yes, it does. We'll get into that a little bit later, For but sure. that's a common question. You know, hey, I'm just running in this Reebok I picked up at Marshall's, you know, and right. I'm having all these problems. There's a good chance it's your shoe. Yes, yep, which so. makes a lot of sense because when I started running about three and a half years ago, I did not even know that there were running stores available or uh, running clubs. Mm -hmm. And I just got myself some over-the-counter shoes and I just went out and started running. So it's good that you're sharing with new runners, mm -hmm. especially, that there are uh, different things you can do in order to get started in the right way. Yes. Which brings us to your running journey. What have you learned about running that you wished you knew when you began so many things mm. <laughs> so us. many things yeah. um but yes definitely um stuff you learn over time but i think one of the biggest thing was everybody has bad runs mm -hmm. it's not oh i had a terrible run i'm just starting it's awful um even fast people have bad runs but the thing is even bad runs serve a purpose and I don't yes. believe in when people say, oh, I just went out and my run was terrible. It was just junk miles. I don't believe myself that there are junk miles. I believe that, especially sometimes when you have a bad run, mm -hmm. it's giving you strength, whether it's physically or mentally. Mm -hmm. um, you're learning something from that run. So there are bad runs, yes. but there's no junk runs or junk miles, in my opinion. I agree. Yep. And one thing all runners have in common is that we were all once a rookie. Right. Just starting out. That's why I think we can all contribute to the collective conversation about yeah. our humble beginnings. Oh, right? absolutely. I couldn't yeah. run a mile the first time I tried. And I grew oh, yeah. up playing sports. Yes, you know? me too. So I, but running was something I didn't start till later in life. Um, I was in my 30s when I started running. So yeah. That's great. Definitely a learning process. You know... I have noticed something about you. You have coined an interesting phrase. You always say, run, find your happy pace. Mm -hmm. That's even your username on social media. Yep. What, what's the, uh, what was the inspiration and story behind that phrase? Run, find your happy pace. Happy pace. I had heard it somewhere and it really stuck with me. Um, so I kind of made it my own in a way. Um, I got the most joy and I continue to get the most joy out of running when I realized every run isn't a race mm -hmm. and you, every run doesn't have to be better than your last run. You know, you, you, you are going to improve over time, but it doesn't mean every run is going to be better than the last one. Sure. And you are truly your own competition. And don't get me wrong. Competition is great and it can be great and it, you know, it'll push you to the next level, mm -hmm. but there's so much more to running than competition. You know, it's, yes. it's just once I was like doing this more for myself and everything else, 
enjoying the atmosphere of running, the camaraderie of running once you get to know runners. 99% of the time are very welcoming. They enjoy, you know, the community that the running community is, the camaraderie, like I said. Yes. So, but run, find your happy face. Run for what makes you happy, Got not it. what for makes someone else, or not a time that makes someone else happy. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's a personal thing, and I think once you get that, it's so much more enjoyable. That makes sense. Yep. Leave your ego at home yes. and go out and just enjoy the uh, the journey, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, as a running store manager, mm-hmm. I'm sure you come across different types uh, and styles of shoes. What type of running shoe, uh, does the type of running shoe we wear make a difference in injury prevention? Because a lot of people have been asking me that question. Yes. Okay. It can. It can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never been fit for the right shoe, and some people don't, you know, and, and that's fine, realize at the beginning there are different types of shoes for different kinds of feet and problems that you're having. The right shoe can help immensely in um, correcting problems you might have or just comfort-wise, you know. Okay. Um, even when I first started running, I wore shoes that I would get blisters with, and I just assumed, oh, this is just what happens when you run. Everyone probably gets blisters. And when right. I finally Same with me. got in the right shoe, I was like, oh my gosh. It doesn't only improve your performance, and it can help with injury, but it just makes the whole running experience so much more enjoyable when you're in the right shoe. There are... People that come in that are surprised when you're like, hey, have you ever wore a, wear a wide shoe? Mm-hmm. And they're like, a wide shoe? No. And you put them in a wide shoe or a different shoe that they're wearing and like... It's a different world. Yeah, it's like a light bulb <laughs> goes on and they're like, oh my gosh, you yes. know, I can already feel a difference. And so, yes, good, the good and a correct running shoe for your feet. And it just makes a huge difference. That's great. And I, yeah. I understand that point two running, you do a gait analysis to help the uh, the runner determine yes. the exact type of shoe that they need? Yep. We take them That's through great. a process where we um, look at their arches, we size them, we videotape them um, on a treadmill so we see exactly what's going on with their hips, their knees, their ankles. And so we take all that information and talk to them about like, where they're running, what type of miles they're doing, all that, those things, um, the width of their foot, which, like I said, a lot of people don't even consider. Right. And All that makes a difference, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yep. One of my favorite running quotes, I'm going to share this with you, is this. Running helps us find out something about ourselves that we have not yet discovered. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just love it because it resonates with me. What has running taught you about yourself it has taught me that I am way stronger of a person than I thought I was and I don't just mean physically I mean mentally emotionally and of course physically too Um, I can do hard hard things um, Mm -hmm. despite maybe what my current circumstances are Um, I feel like running can be many things to many people Yes. And um, I think it's different for everyone. But 
if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to read a little thing. I, I belong to a wonderful um, running group online. Oh, yes, please um, share. Yep, it's a women's running group. And okay. I recently um, wrote this to them because they're like girlfriends from afar, you know, ah, but a close-knit okay. group at the same time. And it says, at times, running has been my therapy. It's been my peace, my me time, my time of reflection. At times, it's been a time to disconnect, and at other days, it's been the time to reflect. It can be where I think deep thoughts or just simply let go for a while. I am thankful that God has given me the ability and the means to run. It doesn't matter the pace or the number of miles, and I don't know what I would have done without running in 2020, especially this year. It's wow. been special, but... Yes, 2020 has been quite a... Quite a ride. Yes. As I like to say. Wow, that was excellent. Thank An you. Excellent, uh, but it's, it's true. I mean, I think mm-hmm. running, when you really get into it, is so much more than running. It's yes. so much more than the physical. It can really change your your whole mindset. Absolutely. And yep. I think we can both agree that running is definitely a discovery process. Yes. And I suppose the discovery process is ongoing. Like, for example, next year, we might have some additional answers as to why we run or what running means to us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, an excellent point you made. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Darlena, I have to say this was time well spent. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate your time. I will stay in touch and you are welcome anytime to share your thoughts or any events that may be upcoming at Point Two Running Company. And we'll definitely help spread the word. Thank you so much. Yes, we appreciate it. Sure. Thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Ray. All right. Take care. I'm out here on the trail, moving right along, <laughs> doing an easy run, a five-miler, at a conversational pace. 80% of my runs are aerobic, easy. How do I make sure it's easy? I'm able to carry on a conversation, just like I'm doing right now. The other 20%, I do at a more demanding effort. I'll be getting more into that, more in-depth in training methods that have worked for me over the years in future episodes. But each of us is different. What works for one person may not necessarily be the right approach for another. So whether you decide to get a coach or run solo, there are always some basic principles that you can follow that will assure that you stay injury free while enjoying the process. All right, five miles complete. A few days ago, I met with Shamir Steyer. Shamir is the uh, captain of SRS Running, aka Team Single Ripple Salvo, doing some great things out there. 
I had the opportunity a few weeks ago to participate in the uh, the Speed Project virtual TSP DIY. So I caught up with Sham, talked about speed work. We did a few 800 meter loops around the track and I had a chance to ask him what benefits he felt the new runner would derive out of doing some speed work. Doing a few laps around the track once a week at a fast, faster pace. This is what he had to say. What's going on, Sham? Hey, what's going on, Ray? Shamir Steyer, a.k.a. that dude Sham. So, I got to ask you, man. I, we had a great workout. Six by 800 meters. You killed it. You showed us how to do it right. As a new runner, how does speed work, once a week at least, affect running ability and progress? So... Speed work is key for muscle development, cardiovascular development, but it's also, it, it makes short, like long story short is, it makes the easy runs a lot easier. So you come out and you push yourself at, you know, much faster paces for shorter distances. In turn, that's going to make those easy efforts easy. And it's going to, and over time, that's what starts to bring that heart rate down in the more like, you know, like got you. easy run effort. So even as a new runner, I should always spend some time just even if it's a couple of uh, laps around the track just to get to a faster pace so I can train my body to run at a faster pace. Yes. Okay. The, the beginner... The beginner go is to get out and do 400s. Okay. So a couple, we've done that before. You know, we've came out and we've done, you know, in the summer, just to stay loose, we come yeah. out and do six or eight 400s. Yeah, for sure. And that has made a difference. All right, Sham. So great workout tonight. Just wanted to touch base with you a little bit. Talk about what's going on. We'll be talking a lot more. I got to go into a more in-depth interview because I know you got a lot of knowledge to share. So thanks a lot, man. We'll look forward to it, and we'll see you around on the track. All right. It's right around that time to wrap it up, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the movement. I had a blast putting together the first episode of the Rookie Runners podcast. I look forward to creating more of the same. Look forward to episode two with more interesting guests and conversation and thoughts about the sport of running. I'd like to leave you with this quote from the book Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. I thought it was appropriate to end with a quote from the book since we started with a quote from Born to Run in the segment one. And the quote is as follows. 
Know why people run marathons? Because running is rooted in our collective imagination. And our imagination is rooted in running. Language, art, science, space travel, intravascular surgery, they all had their roots in our ability to run. Running was a superpower that made us human, which means it's a superpower all humans possess. I love that paragraph. So remember that running is your superpower the next time you hit the road, the trail, or the track. So get out there and be awesome. Let's keep the conversation going, folks. Follow the podcast on social media. We are at Rookie Runners Podcast on Instagram. Facebook page coming soon. And of course, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and many others. This is Ray. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and run happy.